Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. To Booze Your Own Adventure, a podcast where three grown men try to beat a children's book. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And today we are reading Choose Your Own Adventure number 77, uh, The First Olympics by Ben M. Baglio. I guess, all right, yeah, sure. A note to the reader, that's fun. Oh yeah, this is good. This is some information. No one is certain exactly when the first Olympics were held. The Games originated as part of a religious festival in Western Greece, and the popularity of the Olympics spread throughout the entire ancient world. Well, we just mean the Mediterranean. There's there's no other. <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't popular in Antarctica. You know? China did not give a flying fuck about these dumb white people and their stupid sports games. Uh, the first Olympics remains fairly accurate in reconstructing the ancient games. Oh, I bet. Okay. I bet good, it does. Good, 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 good. <laughs> in ancient Greece, however, no females are permitted anywhere on the sacred Olympic plain, either as athletes or as spectators. This was such a strict rule that any female found at Olympia was pushed off a nearby cliff. Jeez. Yep. Get out of Olympia. Here we go. Page one. It's early morning, and you and Felix, your pain-in-the-neck little cousin, are following a guide through the ruins at Olympia. You'd expected to see glittering temples and and impressive stadiums. But as you look around, all you see is a jumble of fallen columns and some wild olive trees. Wild! Is that olive tree doing a hacky sack? You decide you want to look around by yourself and avoid Felix. He's a dick. (laughs) He broke your camera on the first day of the trip, and ever since then, he's been a real pest. All right, real quick, the name Felix. Uh, Mark, what comes to mind? The cat. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Chris, the cat too? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they probably tell us if he was a cat. You walk off in the direction of a low hill. You know from your tour guide that this is the hill of Cronus. As you climb, you notice what looks like the entrance to a cave up ahead. Oh. You walk into the darkness of the cave. Suddenly, you feel an icy chill that makes you shudder. A sharp wind blows sand into your face, and you cover your eyes from the stinging blast. <laughs> Maybe coming into the cave wasn't such a good idea. It was a bad cave. You turn around and walk back outside, but something's wrong. You're a woman. <laughs> uh, instead of ancient ruins, you see a cluster of columned stone buildings at the base of the hill you just climbed. And at the center of the Olympic plain, an ivory white temple gleams in the sun. There are a dozen other buildings of various sizes, and the grounds between them look green and well cared for. That's normal. That's totally normal. You go into a cave, you come out, everything's better. Caves make everything better. Uh, amazed, you turn to look back at the cave. The opening in the side of the hill has disappeared. What's what happened? The fuck? Is it possible the cave has somehow transported you back to ancient Greece? What a conclusion to jump to immediately. Yeah. Before you have a chance to look around some more, two men dressed in togas approach you. You look down and discover that you're dressed the same way. Hurry! The bearded man on the left says to you. The procession to the temple of Zeus is about to begin. Surely you don't want to miss it. No, no, Chris, they said ancient Greece. This is, that's a Grecian voice. That's a greasy voice, at the very least. <laughs> I'll take it. It's very, it's very greasy. 
You're excited at the chance to stay in ancient Greece, yet frightened. <laughs> How will you get back to your own time? Yeah. You see an entrance to a cave in the distance, but it looks quite different from the one that you came through. Uh, if you stay for the procession, blah. If you investigate the cave entrance like a fucking dweeb, do a different thing. Um, pros of staying in ancient Greece, number one, no Felix. You nod to the men in togas and begin making your way down the hill to where the athletes have gathered for the procession. As you walk, you notice that everyone seems to be having a lot of fun. A pair of jugglers toss apples high into the air as the watching crowd gasps in amazement. Okay, well, people weren't stupid in olden times. He tossed apples into the air. It doesn't even say if he caught them. He just tossed them up. It's like, holy <laughs> fuck. A peddler tries to sell you a wreath made from an olive branch, telling you it's just like the... Sorry. Telling you, it's just like the ones to be won by the Olympic champions. <laughs> you find it hard to believe that souvenirs were sold more than 2,000 years ago. Yeah, another peddler tries to sell you a 32-ounce plastic cup with last year's Olympic winners on it. The Tour of Olympia is about to... Fuck, it's another person. The Tour of Olympia is about to begin, <laughs> a gray hair band calls out. Come and see all the sights. Mine is the only complete Tour of Olympia. It might be helpful to learn more about the Olympics and learn your way around, but maybe you should continue on to where the athletes have gathered for the procession to the Temple of Zeus. I really regret that you guys have the option to make me say that voice more. Yeah, uh, Mark, I'm 1,000% in the Tour of Olympia category. Oh, God, yes. Because we really hated God the Tour it. of Olympia when it was shitty, and now we want to see Olympia in all of its splendor and glory. That information can only help us. Yeah, I mean, Chris, ab absolutely. Be, be this tour guide for the whole book. Throughout all of Greece, a truce has been declared, especially <laughs> for the Olympics, the guide tells your group. It is forbidden to bring weapons to the Olympian plain, and even the most bitter enemies must learn to complete, compete peacefully while at Olympia. He says in a sing-song voice, and oh, I swear to God, I did not read that before. Oh yeah, you fucking sing-song <laughs> is fuck, dude. You pass a marble statue of an enormous muscular man. Who's that? You ask the guide. <laughs> Jesus. A look of surprise crosses the tour guide's face. Do you mean to tell me that you don't recognize the greatest athlete of all time? He asks. Barry Sanders? <laughs> yeah. O.J. Simpson? Uh, <laughs> the statue doesn't look like anyone you recognize, but then you remember that all the athletes you know haven't even been born yet. Wait, but then you remember? You've been living in this past <laughs> world for at least an hour. You motherfucker. You knew. You knew. You feel your face growing hot as you shake your head because you knew. You yeah. knew. You knew. Why, this is Milo Croton, of course. He is the only athlete in the history of the Olympics to have won the wrestling crown six times in a row. To develop his strength, he carried a calf on his shoulders for an hour every day until it was a full-grown bull. Until his shoulders were a full-grown bull? Yeah, his shoulders are each a full-grown bull. It's insane. That's a, a lot of shoulder meat. I feel like it's asking a lot to, for like this guy to expect us to recognize this other guy because like... Yeah. How would there's no there are no photographs there's no internet where we're looking up like NBC News who won the Olympics okay but I mean the guy has two bulls for shoulders I feel like that's yeah. pretty obvious and he's and he's been winning for the last six Olympics like if you even came to one in the last like six 
you would have known Milo of Croton. There's no way he's been winning in the last six Olympics. That's 24 years of victories. Hang on, but real quick, Milo, hang on. Milo of Croton started when he was 16, and now he's 36. That's a, that's a, Rey Mysterio's 36. Look up how old Rey Mysterio is. Oh my God. It's like every yeah. four years, six, one, nine. I get it now. Oh my God. Six, one, nine. Six, one, nine. Uh, you pass many buildings and statues and hear the tour guide's fascinating stories about ancient Olympians. He tells you about Polydamus of Thessaly, who was so strong. Polydamus, Polydamus. That with one hand, he could stop a chariot driving past at full speed. I mean, I can do that to a taxi. It's not impressive. Yeah, just wave. The tour guide leads you to the enormous white marble Temple of Zeus, the center of the Olympian plain. The temple Temple has been built to honor the most powerful and awesome of the Greek gods. He can do just the, like, he can, he can shotgun like 12 beers in a row. It's fucking insane. He can fucking kickflip. He can do like a double (laughs) kickflip. Zeus is the best. Uh, yeah. Just inside the temple, you see the immense ivory and gold statue of Zeus. Your guide tells you that the statue has been completed in time for the, his Olympic festival, and already it has been proclaimed one of the seven wonders of the world. It is, though. The, the uh, statue of Zeus at Olympia is one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. It's hollow. It was full of rats. I mean, where else are you going to keep your rats, though? <laughs> Suddenly, you notice two men in deep purple togas talking in a dark corner of the temple. One of the men reaches behind a column and pulls out something that looks like a sword. They've got swords, you cry. (laughs) Stop them! Instead of rushing after the men, everyone around you gasps in horror. But they're not looking at the men in purple togas. They're looking at you. Your tour guide shakes his head as the two men start to approach you. How could anyone not recognize two of the Helen Odyssey, the high priests at Olympia? You have made a most terrible mistake, and you will be certainly punished. The two judges are swift in their punishment. They order that you be removed from the Olympic grounds, and that you not be allowed to re-enter until after the festival is over. Meanwhile, you'll have nothing to eat but olives. The end. Ugh. Boo. Uh, okay, so back on page 10, then. We're just going to go toward the procession, I guess. We didn't have any choices, right? Like, we just agreed to Yeah, no, to we just tour. listened to this fuck talk for 20 goddamn pages. Oh, I guess we learned some stuff. You arrive at a fountain just outside the Olympic grounds, where the athletes have formed into a long line. At the front of the group are stern-faced men in purple robes who wear, who wear crowns of wild olive branches. They seem to be in charge, so you figure that these must be officials of some sort. I think those are probably the high priests of Hello Decent. Yeah. I'm just guessing here. The Hel- Hellenists. Wild guess. I think those are Hellenists. Hellenists. if you know what I'm saying. Hellbender Salamanders. Hellraiser 3 Part 4. Yes! Hellworld. Hellboy. As the next group approaches, a bald man standing near you says... Why haven't you joined the procession to the Temple of Zeus? Here come the youths now. Hurry, take your place. Uh-oh. Watch out for that Temple of Zeus. There's a bunch of real dickheads there. You turn and see the group of boys and girls really is approaching. Imagine being able to compete in the Olympics. All your friends back home would turn green with envy and totally believe you. Yeah, they, uh, fuck you. Back in time? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah, okay, cool. So you have a Pikachu card that's also having a birthday party. I was in the real Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> With just a moment's hesitation, you step into the road and join the procession. The procession winds its way through Olympia. On either side of the road, cheering crowds chant the names of their city-states and their favorite athletes. Jack Nicholas. 
the procession stops as you reach the tallest and most impressive building on the Olympian field. You look inside the building and see a gigantic statue of a seated god. This must be the Temple of Zeus. Venus Williams. In ancient Greece, it would actually be Aphrodite Williams. hey Boom. Nice. <laughs> nice. That is a oh. joke for smart people. Listen, if you, if you know why that joke was funny, please write to us. Uh, at at uh, Will Shorts uh, at NewYorkTimes.com <laughs> <laughs> for the puzzler. If you want to know the answer to this puzzle riddle, Google it. Google the puzzle. Do you guys ever wish that like Will Shorts lost his goddamn mind and became a serial killer, what? and then like taunted the police with like amazing clues? Oh, now I wish for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. how Mark. I like how you were like, "What are you doing?" Oh no, that makes sense. Well, just like I never wish for people to become serial killers because I right, generally right. think that's like a net negative. Mm. Yeah. Plus, their clues are always so bad. Look, the way I figure serial killers are gonna happen. So if instead of Ted Cruz as a Zodiac killer, we have Will Shorts as like the New York killer, that's a huge win. You know what's even better? We already know it's Will Shorts. Let's just go arrest Will Shorts. <laughs> I like I like the idea of a world where like the number of serial killers we're gonna have is conserved. So it's just a matter of choosing who is the best ones to pick. It's twenty five a year. Uh you know, it's been leaning real heavy on middle-aged white men for the last, I don't know, ever. <laughs> so we, we could, I guess Will Shorts is a middle-aged white man, though. Well, uh, look, guys, uh, you know, the media is doing their part. The The way that it works is if everybody, uh, if we know about every single mass killer that happens, the other ones will be like, ah, shit, that's 25 this year. Guess I'll have to wait. Shucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it's going to be Adam <laughs> Scott. Ooh. No, my pick is, my pick is LeVar Burton. Okay, so are we doing, are we doing just like if... Basically, uh, a draft, but for um, murderers. Like who's who has, our top? Who has to be the serial killer? Top murderer. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm gonna change mine from Levar Burton to the animated character Stitch from Disney's Lilo and Stitch. Well, we're we're doing real people. Come on. Oh, you don't think Stitch can get you? Pick a real person. Uh, I'm gonna say Bob Hoskins because he was in that movie where cartoons kill people. Guys. I'm going to go with uh, Ariana Grande for this. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you wouldn't expect it. You She's really wouldn't. So much. There, there were like so much. Okay, but how does she kill people, Mark? Yeah. Maybe she strangles them? Poison. I say this and I realize that like I don't know how Will Shorts would kill people. Maybe he like has traps and they have to, if they solve a crossword, then they don't die. But if they don't solve the crossword, they get like sawed. Yeah, it's definitely something complex. Yeah. It's definitely a jigsaw scenario with Will Shorts. I think Ariana Grande has some kind of sound machine that vibrates at such a frequency that it disrupts all of your organs. Well, that makes her a super villain and not a serial killer, but please go on. I, I feel like like the obvious thing is like she, you know, she shouts at you or she strangles you with piano wire, but what if it's not that? What if she just what if she has a chainsaw and she just rips into you with it and it's like, yeah, I'm Ariana Grande, but this is just how I like to murder and like those those don't have to be related. Right, I can you just. Know, I, yeah, I really like the optics of Ariana Grande tearing people apart with a chainsaw. I think that's very cool. Well, you're welcome. I don't. Am I the asshole? Chainsaws are heavy, right? <laughs> and she's a small. She's a small. Well, lady. she'd have obviously. Like, she's a billionaire. She can get a, like a small child's chainsaw made. Yeah, you could probably get killed by a small child's chainsaw. Just at almost, if not easier. Than getting killed with like a big leather. Yeah, I mean, I, like there are so many human bits that like if you cut into them, that's a bad yeah. day for you. Yeah, you don't even have to go that far down. To I really stepped fuck on a thumbtack and I'm just like fucking clomping around like Quasimodo over here. If someone hits me in like the leg with a child's chainsaw. Yeah. That ruins my whole year. That's all your blood. All your blood's gone now from your leg. 
We've got those like super important uh, veins and arteries just in our neck oh area, God. and that's so right there. It's right there. It's right above collars. We draw attention to the fucking things. If Ariana Grande came up to you and was like, hey, I got a secret, I'd be like, whoa, are you Ariana Grande from film and television? I would love to hear you secret. And that's where she gets you because she has a level of trust built with the American public. Because I knew she was a dangerous woman. Mark, is that an Ariana Grande song? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, because otherwise it sounds like one of those quotes that they take out of context from Senate hearings. If it's not, I don't know what the fuck I just did. I'm going to look it up, though, because I, I have to know now. How do you spell um, dangerous? Yep, it's a real, I'm right. Who sang Survivor? That's the last song I know. Uh, are you thinking of, like, Destiny's Child? I think so. Hey, don't go chasing waterfalls, Ian. That's TLC. Fuck! Um, can anybody name me a salt and pepper song real quick? Oh, sh- uh, Shoop. Is that salt and pepper? Shoop. Shoop. Uh, Shoop. Shoop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Is that? I'm going to Google it. All right. So Shoop was definitely salt and pepper. So we've now completed the bit. If, if, you, actually, if you actually liked that, please write us. <laughs> uh, Will Shorts, uh, New York Times. Anderson Cooper is my serial killer vote, by the way. Oh, fuck. Oh. It's way better. Shit. Yeah. He's so good. That's pretty good. Oh, that's perfect. He would do his uh, own like investigative thing. Like, can we? He would. That's how you would never find exactly, him. Exactly. Because it would be like, there'd be some nickname for him, but it wouldn't be, yeah, it wouldn't be like, mm-hmm. I'm Anderson Cooper. It'd be like, oh, the fucking pen and paper killer. Well, and, and so what he does, obviously, is he's, he's investigating like bad guys and then he's killing them also. It's Dexter. It's basically he's Dexter. Oh, oh, oh. But then when he kills them, he gets their power like in Mega, Mega Man. Man. Yes. Anderson yes. Cooper is Mega Man. Anderson Cooper is the Mega Man of serial killers. Inside is the Temple of Zeus. One of them says, where do you come from? Uh, Americos. It's in the West. Over by Mexicos and Canadas. Oh, man, we are Canada's. We are killing this uh, deception check. <laughs> yeah, he's going to believe us. Bonjourno. Athos shrugs and explains that he's on his way to register for the competition. I've come to Olympia to wrestle, he says. What are you here for? A dozen thoughts go through your head. What sport should you say? You're strong for your age. You might do well at wrestling. But then mm-hmm. again, you've always loved horses and you'll oh, surely so much. never have another chance to enter a chariot race. Yeah. My vote's chariot race because that was on the cover. Chariot race for show. Yeah, chariot race. Boom, here we go. You must head to the Hippodrome, says Athos. He points in the direction of the race course, and you wish each other good luck as you part. Just as the Hippodrome comes inside, a huge parade of bulls forces you off the path. Where are they going? You ask a woman standing nearby. The bulls are to be sacrificed. <gasps> the woman replies. Oh. She explains that at the start of each festival, the Helenaudicei lead a hundred bulls to the Temple of Zeus. A sacred rite is held in front of the altar, and the bulls are killed to honor Zeus, king of the gods. So there's a hundred dead bulls in that place that you just were. Just like blood everywhere, fucking carcasses and shit. A hundred I feel Dead like bulls. the Helen Odyssey are like definitely the like the big bad of this whole book, right? Like we met them early yeah. and showed their strength, mm-hmm. and now it's just like, and can we avoid these? They're guys? in italics every yeah. single time that their name comes up. They have hell at the start of the name. 
When the last bullet is passed, you walk a bit farther and arrive at the Hippodrome, a rectangular dirt field flanked by a grassy embankment. Your heart starts to pound as you realize that this is where you'll be racing a chariot in just a few days. Did anybody else read grassy as greasy? Because I said grab a greasy embankment and I got real grossed out. At the near end of the race course, a crowd of people is standing in front of an open-air building. This must be the place to register for the chariot racing, you think. But when you ask where to find a chariot to drive in a race, the man at the registration desk starts to laugh. Ha! 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 The chariot owners in Olympia selected their drivers months ago, he says. You can't (laughs) enter a race now. I'm a Trinitarian! (laughs) Disappointed, you turn away from the desk. But just as you're about to leave, a man with a gray beard and a gold-striped toga calls you over to him. Uh, I am in great need. The Why man is he out of breath? This is creepy. <laughs> uh, 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 come here, boy. The man declares after you sit down next to him, <laughs> You must help me. You ask the man how you can help him, and he continues, My name is Leon. The chariot I own was victorious at the last Olympics. A very wealthy and powerful man named Demonicus owned the chariot that finished second. That's a bad guy because his name has demon yeah, in Yeah, he's got to be like the counterpart to the Hellenicia. Yeah, yeah he's got to be their leader. After the race, some of his henchmen seized my beautiful daughter, Marissa, and carried her off. Demonicus swore that the only way I could get her back was to beat him again at the <laughs> chariot race in the next festival. Otherwise, he will marry her and take her away. So he lived with this kidnapped girl for four years? And didn't marry her. Marissa, 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 babe, Marissa, Marissa. No, not until the next gen competition. You said you made the rules with Leon. Don't break the rules. Babe. Marissa, babe, please, don't... No, not... Mm-mm. Don't be like this. Not even a smooch. My Can mother I has come to visit. I don't care. Tell her we're friends. I have bought the finest horses and hired Nikos of Sparta, the most famous charioteer in the world. I spared no expense to make certain I would win the race the day after tomorrow. This morning I found out Demonicus offered my charioteer four times the amount of money I was to pay him, and now he will race for Demonicus. What the fuck? Like, what does that prove, Demonicus? What are you trying to prove? He's not a good sportsman. He proves that. He's not very charitable. Charitable? That's terrible. But how can I help you? If I compete fairly and race my own chariot against Nikos, I'll surely lose. And all the best drivers have already agreed to race for the other chariot owners. But you're a random boy. Maybe you'll be the best in the world. (laughs) Yeah, you look like you love horses. Somehow I must win that race. The only way is to make sure Nikos loses. If I can get into the stables unnoticed and sabotage Demonicus's chariot. For the sake of my daughter, will you help me? Leon, call the police. Your daughter's been fucking kidnapped, Leon. Yeah, call the police. Call the police four years ago, Leon. Yeah, like the moment she was stolen. You are not sure what to say. On the one hand, you understand why Leon is so desperate, but he wants to cheat and that's wrong. Also, he sounds like a total pervo. (laughs) Yeah, he's a pervo. On the other hand, it wasn't fair of Demonicus to seize Leon's daughter and then spoil Leon's chances of winning her back. What? Uh, just then another thought comes to you. Leon might be too old to race his chariot, but you certainly aren't. Why couldn't you oh, enter the race? But wait seriously. a minute. You've never even ridden a chariot before. Or seen a horse in real life, only in zoo books. 
So basically, do we sabotage the chariot or do we ride for Leon? I'm, I'm going to reference the cover of this book again. And it seems like we are supposed to engage in chariot competition. Yeah, I feel like we point. should do that as it is on the front of the book. I think you're right. What about letting me race your chariot? You suggest? <laughs> I may not be the best charioteer in the world, but I'm a fast learner. If you could teach me the basics, maybe with a little luck, we'll win that race. It's not luck, it's the force. Leon looks at you, smiling for the first time. You know, he says, his voice filled with hope and semen. A new hope. <laughs> that might just work. It shouldn't be too difficult to turn you into a driver. Anyway, it's our only hope of saving Marisa. He whispers, and he licks your earlobe <laughs> on the way out. Just for a little good luck. He whispers moistly. <laughs> <laughs> Leon leads you past the Hippodrome to the stables. He opens the door to one of them, and you go inside. There, in adjoining stalls, are four of the biggest and most beautiful stallions you've ever seen. Stallions. They're pure white with proud faces and strong, muscular bodies. Mm. The horses whinny softly as Leon approaches. As if to say, please not, please not again, Leon. Please not again. They run like panthers, but they're as gentle as kittens. Would, would anybody in ancient Greece have ever seen a panther before? Yeah, sure. People got lost. Where? From where? Where does a panther live? They're new world animals. Look, wait, what? There's no panthers in Africa? There's, there's like cheetahs. There's the only yeah, there's cheetahs. Mm. Fuck, there's no panthers. I think if we look up the etymology of panther, it'll take us to stuff like cougar and mountain lion and like technically North American cats. Did you guys know that tomatoes are not even like from Italy? So no, like, they're new world. Yeah, marinara is bullshit. Wait, I heard that Alfredo was bullshit. What did the Italians used to eat? Like, so actually, Romans used to eat this sauce that was, like, based off of fish that you, like, uh, kind of just, like, let ferment a little bit. Yeah, you gotta juice them. You gotta juice the fish. You gotta juice them. Uh, but, like, seriously, though, it was, like, fish juice, and they just poured it on fucking everything. Uh, I think probably a couple hundred years ago, a panther competed in the Olympics, and that's when they made those rules that everybody had to be naked so you couldn't secretly be a panther. <laughs> Right. Yeah, right. Now oh, I, and if they found out you were a panther, they'd push you off the cliff, but you would just spring back with panther-like reflexes. Yeah, we read that whole beginning. Yeah, there's like a cliff uh, next, like uh, right by where the Olympics were held. There's just like nothing but panthers at the bottom. It's like a giant pile of panthers they pushed off. Yeah. And they're all alive because they always land on their feet. But like if you got pushed into that pile of panthers, like forget about it. That's your whole day. Mm -hmm. The horse nestles against him and nudges him with his nose. Come, Leon says to you. Stop. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, let's take the horses outside and teach you something about chariot racing. God, you know who I don't want to ever meet again is Leon. <laughs> this dude seems very gross and scary. After you and Leon, I'm the great Leon. Oh, fuck. I yeah. shouldn't have Leon from Star Fox. Fuck me. Oh, shit. Oh, man. God damn my that stupid brain. <laughs> Start this episode over. <laughs> You pull the chariot out from its storage compartment in the stable. The chariot is nothing more than a low three-sided car mounted on a set of small wheels. It looks awfully flimsy to you. Are you sure this chariot can win? You ask. Don't worry, Leon assures you. I built it myself. <laughs> Annoying bird! <laughs> Me and my horses worked tirelessly. <laughs> Sweat beating upon our nipple. Come! <laughs> You hitch the stallions to the chariot and climb inside. Leon leads you to the hippodrome where other chariot drivers have begun to practice. That 
is the starting gate. Leon See, and says. I read startling gate. Like, that would be really <laughs> funny if they're, like, in a horse race. It's called the startling <laughs> they gate. They issued a bunch of guns halfway <laughs> through the track. <laughs> they, won't, they won't go if you don't startle them. Startling gate is that uh, scandal that shook the Olympics to its core. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's when somebody in a mask went around and just, like, startled everybody. <laughs> Really takes your competitive edge it off. It turned out to be Demonicus, that son of a bitch. Fucking Demonicus. Demonicus. They named him Demonicus. We should have known. We should have known. Yeah. Put a curse on his village. In order to finish the race, Leon explains, you must drive the chariot up and down the course and around the center poles. At each end, 24 times. This can't be happening. Is that a Star Wars joke? That's that's another Star Fox joke. Yeah. Star Fox joke. My <laughs> uncle wants to punch you in the dick. Bappy. Is, is that a Star Wars joke? Star Fox, Mark. No Jesus one got Christ. punched in the dick in Star Fox. Hey, hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Mark is Mark is slippy. Oh fuck! He just got yeah. roasted, Mark. Unbelievable. We're being real. We're oh, being real fuck. here. Every every group of four friends can be broken into Star Fox characters. Okay. I'm going to be honest, though. I feel like Mark is more of our Falco. You think Mark's Falco? I feel like Mark's a Falco. Ah, shit. Does that make... You guys, does that make me slippy? No, I feel like you're a peppy. Am I a peppy? I'm I'm either a slippery or a fox, depending on how, like, drunk I am. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, That's a good point. I'd say, like, Sober Chris is definitely a fox. He's got good ideas. He uh, guides us. Uh, but I do think Drunk Chris might be slippy. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm jumping into this situation, and I am not prepared. Yeah. Andy is our Bill. Yes, that's a good one. We can't use any of this. No one knows. I don't know it. I'm part of the podcast, and I like barely know what you guys are talking uh, about. You're also you're also part of Team Star Fox, Mark. So put on your R wing suit and <laughs> buckle buckle your G force. I'm part of Team Star Fox in the same way that this character yeah. is a Greek Olympian. Like he has walked in on it and been told that he is part of it, and he's like, <laughs> "Well, okay, I guess I'll do this now." Hey. Yeah. Uh, you've been promoted to Falco, so I just feel like you should be very thankful. Falco's really the Raphael, if we're sort of doing a Ninja Turtles analogy for the Star Fox analogy. Why don't we just do that instead, though? I I would know that. Well, because it's a lot more nuanced. It's a lot more nuanced than Star Fox. Everybody wants to be Star Fox. Oh, you spend all that day learning how to control the horses and steer the chariot. With a little more practice, you just might be a match for Nikos of Sparta, you think, <laughs> stupidly in your own so dumb fuck. brain. Sort of that invincibility that 11-year-olds yeah. have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I touched a football. I probably could handle, like, Aaron Rodgers. I could take that bitch. Yeah. I'm the star of this story, so I also have to be the best charioteer. Uh, that's know, right? actually valid logic. If we're talking genre savvy, then I'll give it to him. Yeah, but don't take that from Nikos of Sparta. He's practiced really hard. Like he has nothing else to do but ride horses. It's ancient yeah. times. Yeah. Have you eaten a big have you eaten a Big Mac? Then you can't be the best charioteer in ancient Greece. Late in the afternoon, you and Leon had lead the horses to the stable. A small group of men is blocking the entrance. All of them look mean, but one of them looks far meaner and more sinister than the rest. He has a bald head and dark, glaring eyes. Demonicus Leon whispers to you. Ugh, don't As you try to pass, Demonicus starts to laugh. Ha! 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 Is this the best you could do, Leon? You don't seriously expect to win that race tomorrow with a kid driving your chariot. If there's one thing you really hate, it's being called young because (laughs) you're not a kid. God darn it. If there's one thing 11-year-olds hate. You hate crusts on sandwiches, (laughs) girls talking to you, 
and being called young. You also hate Gary, your stepfather. He's very nice, but like you miss your dad. Go ahead and laugh, you shout. We'll see who's laughing when I finish first tomorrow. Demonicus fixes his hard, icy stare on you. You'll be lucky, kid, if you finish it all. You leave the chariot inside, the sound of Demonicus's <laughs> laughter fading into the distance. We'd better keep watch over the horses in the chariot tonight, Leon says. Demonicus was expecting me to drop out of the race, and I wouldn't be surprised if he tries again to keep us from competing. Together, you decide that Leon will stand guard for the first half of the night, and you'll keep watch for the second. After a quick dinner, you figure that shit out. Uh, go to the next page. <laughs> for the next hour, you don't hear a sound other than the... There's a lot of shit words in this book. I'm just going to start skipping them. You're just going to skip words. Uh, there's, there's a lot of trash in here, my man. No, it tells you that you get a snack, and then you go to back to the stable to relieve Leon. Yeah, it's just... It's, so you're on guard duty now. We, it's important. We, uh, that, a sentence that could have been just, you're on guard duty. I want to make choices. That's why I'm here. For the next yeah, hour, you don't hear point. a sound. Of, if I wanted to read descriptions, I'd read Redwall. Uh, <laughs> for the next hour... Our next podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We just read Redwall books, and everybody takes a different voice. Yeah, gu guaranteed, after you listen to an episode, you're going to be hungry as fuck. You don't know what candied walnuts are, but you need them in your life. And you know you want mushrooms, you just don't know how you want mushrooms. You know you want mushrooms. What is even a hot root, but you need it stewed, boiled, oh God, and chopped? Oh, I want chopped. hot root stew. And you want honey, Got so much but honey. presented in some kind of a weird fashion. Mark, did you ever read Redwall? Did you ever read Redwall, Mark? Never did. I read uh, oh. Watership Down, which I feel like is in the same genre. Jesus Christ, Mark! <laughs> yeah, uh, that's an animal farm, too. That's also not Redwall, if we're counting books that aren't Redwall. <laughs> but have animals. Yeah, Jesus. Did you ever go to a water park? I mean, yeah, I waterboarded people at Abu Ghraib. Is that what you mean? <laughs> uh, I've gone wakeboarding. <laughs> For the next hour, you don't hear a sound other than the horse's breathing. It's four o'clock in the morning. You're still pretty tired. You'd like to get some sleep. It's more important to be rested for the race. Blah, 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 blah. Should you go to sleep or stay awake? The fuck? Stay awake. That's You, yep. you told your buddy you'd stay you awake. You had one job. You try every trick you know in order to keep from falling asleep. Whistling your favorite songs, running in place, counting to a thousand. That is literally what people do to fall asleep. <laughs> Finally, the sky begins to lighten. In only another couple of hours, the chariot race will begin. In the meantime, you decide to remember all 50 states. Just as you're trying to remember which state is south of South Dakota, you hear footsteps and some whispering outside the stable. Is it Colorado? It's Colorado. Is it Colorado? It's Kansas. No. Is it Kansas? I just picked a state. I have no idea. Don't cheat. No cheating. Don't cheat. Chris, what's your guess? Colorado. No, Utah. Utah. Yeah. I picked Utah. Well, okay. Utah? Yeah. All right. The, the real answer is Nebraska. Jesus but Christ. Uh, Colorado and Utah are both right if we're just asking sort of in generality <laughs> what is south of South Dakota. Yeah, all those – Texas is right. Like all of them are south – of South Dakota. So uh, I said Kansas. That was Kansas extremely is incorrect. Also, no, Kansas is good. Yes. Uh, what? The correctest, the most correct answer, the state that shares the most of South Dakota's southern border, and by the most, I think I mean all, is in fact Nebraska. Wait, but Kansas is south of Nebraska? Kansas is directly south of Nebraska, Hell making yeah. it just as south as Colorado. Holy shit. I don't know how the West works at all. Yeah, it's. Let's all fly over states. Uh, you leap to your feet and crouch down behind a pile of hay. There's a scarred man. He removes the pins that hold the chariot's wheels in place. He tosses them into a dark corner of the stable and then replaces the pins with another set. The other man is handed to him. What's going on, you wonder? 
They're all waxed pin trick, says the bearded man. Waking up the entire village. It's right this ways. Step right up. After a few minutes of racing, the pins melt and off fly the wheels. It's too bad Demonicus wants to stick around for the race, says the first man, <laughs> loudly. He might as well leave Olympia with Marissa tonight. There's no way now that Leon and his driver are going to win. You're horrified by what you hear, but as the two men put the cherry away, something one of them said registers within your mind. The bearded man thought Demonicus should leave Olympia right away with Marissa. That means Leon's daughter is somewhere on the Olympic grounds. If you follow the two men, maybe they'll lead you to Marissa. Do we follow the men or stay at the stable? So if we follow the men, rescue Marissa, theoretically, we don't have to compete in any Olympic Games, yeah. right? Or we right. fix our chariot and compete in the Olympic Games. Oof. It's quite um, a choice. So are we a better detective or <clears throat> chariot racer? We're probably a better chariot racer because that's what we've been training for. So let's be detectives. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm down. Let's be a detective. Let's follow the this, men. This beer has hit me very hard, so... Let's do this. I'm ready. Follow the men. Follow the men. Follow the men. Page 19. Follow the men. Trying your hardest not to make a sound, you start to follow the men. He leads you to a long column building, which you saw on your tour. It's the Leonardinaeum. A guard stands at the gates of the building. He nods as the man with the scar approaches. Then he opens the gates and lets the man through. How are you going to get past the guard? Should we... Trick the guard by pretending to be a messenger or look for another way in. Uh, I mean, I'm down for messenger stuff. They seem to just take anybody. I have a message for Demonicus, sir. I've run all night long and I must deliver it at once. You've run all night long. You should be in the Olympic marathon running competition right this way. Well, he's already left for the hippodrome. The chariot races to begin the sun. Is there anyone in this room I could leave my message with? The guard thinks for a moment. I'm pretty sure that one of Demonicus' friends just went inside, he says. And then there's that girl he arrived with a couple <gasps> days ago. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there another girl besides Marissa? Yeah, who is this new girl? You're certain yeah. the guard is talking about Marissa. Now you've simply got to get inside. Well, that's a decision that was made for us, Mark. I can't waste any more time in delivering this message. Very well, the guard replies, and he gives you instructions. Then he opens the gates and you rush into the Leonodinium. I like how we're not going to do any Olympic stuff. Nope. It seems like this is the way to go. Yeah, we've avoided all Olympics. We had the chance to compete in the chariot race on wax pins, yeah. and uh, we chose this instead. We're detectives. Yeah, that would have been a bad choice. We could have wrestled. Maybe. You can't prove that. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we probably would have gotten wax pins. Oh, you want to wrestle? Replaced. Well, these two guys in purple togas are going to throw you in jail. Yeah, wrestling is a crime. Welcome to Greek jail. Um, basically, so long story short, we realized a Scarface man is an adult human man and will beat the shit out of us. So we got to distract him. You take a clay urn from a pedestal. Shut up. Pedestal. 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 Annoying bird. You take a clay urn from a pedestal in a hallway. Then you knock on Demonicus's door and hide behind a pillar. A moment later, you hear footsteps on the other side of the door and the sound of the door opening. The man mutters something under his breath when he discovers that no one is there. That Just then, you take the urn and hurl it to the floor. What? It shatters with a terrible crash. That's your yeah, plan. You missed, you missed the man. You hit what the, the floor. What the fuck? Oh no, yeah. I broke this urn. I'm the <laughs> ceramics cleanup service. You'd better let me in. Wait a minute. Did a broken urn knock on my door? 
As you'd hope, the man starts to investigate. When he passes the pillar, you rush out, shove him to the ground, and race into the room, bolting the door behind you. A beautiful woman with long brown hair is sitting by the window, a frightened look on her face. It's Marissa. You don't know that for sure. How could you possibly know that for sure? It's probably Marissa. She's the only woman. Yeah, you're right. I come from your father, you say. Come! And Marissa's face lights up. There's no time to explain any further. The man with the scar is already pounding on the door. That's not this is not character voice. Yeah, that's not dialogue, but I like it. <laughs> Quick, out the window, you say. A moment later, the two of you are outside and rushing towards Leon's stable. Just then, the fanfare of trumpets rings out. It's a signal for the chariots to gather at the Hippodrome for a race. Suddenly, a horrible thought occurs to you. What if Leon has decided to drive his own chariot in the race? We'd better... We'd better hurry, you say. He's driving a bum chariot. Mm-hmm. A quick look inside the stables when you and Marissa arrive confirms your worst fear. Leon and the horses are gone. Uh-oh. Long story short, Leon's <laughs> driving that fucking thing. Uh, Marissa deserves to know the danger to her father, so you quickly explain, but just as you finish, you hear a familiar voice calling your name. It can't be. Sure enough, it is. Your cousin Felix is running straight towards you. How did he get here? You don't even have to ask. I saw you go into the cave, so I decided to follow. Felix explains, out of breath. Then he couldn't find you? And someone asked me to enter one of the running contests? And look! He points to the olive branch crown on his head. I won! No, he did. He bought that shit from one of those peddlers. He bought it. It's a fake one. Yeah, he's lying. Probably yeah, true. Fuck you, Felix. If your friend is here so fast, Marissa says excitedly, maybe the two of you can run to the Hippodrome before the race starts. Come! <laughs> You're not so sure about Marissa's idea. Speed is crucial, but can you trust Felix to help save Leon, or will he just get in the way as usual? So here's here's all here's all I'm gonna say. I actually think Ian's theory is correct. I think Felix bought that crown. I think he did not win it. Yeah, it'll show up because you'll start running and then Felix will be like really slow and you'd be like, what's the matter, Felix? I thought you won a fucking Olympics. And he's like, oh, just kidding. I bought this crown. I'm real tired. Can we take a break? And then in that interim, Leon dies and Marissa's re Yeah, you hear a yeah. gunshot and then uh, Marissa screams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm all yeah. in on spite. So uh, fuck Felix. Uh, we're saving Leon ourselves. Yeah, let's leave Felix with Marissa, right? Hey, why not? Yeah, She got how, kidnapped when she was by herself. How bad could that go? The last thing you want is your pesky cousin tagging along again. You're sure he'll just make a mess of things. Another fanfare of trumpets comes from the direction of the Hippodrome. That's the signal for the procession into the race course to begin, Marissa says anxiously. You better hurry. There it is. I'm British. That's very good. As you yeah. turn to leave, you see <laughs> uh, you see that Felix looks disappointed about having to stay at the stable. Uh, there's the Hippodrome, and we're in its, uh, inside of it now. Here we go, page 54. <laughs> Open up! You shout, but the guard can't hear you. You try squeezing through the bars, but you're too big. Plus, your dick and balls get caught in between the doors, and you really bruise your dick and balls. <laughs> you can't help but thinking that Felix would have been able to get through if you would let him come along. Come! Uh, oh, fuck you. Just then, you hear the sound you've been dreading. The shrill blast of a lone trumpet. The race has begun. You run towards the embankment and try to push your way through the screaming spectators. You're determined to get to the official stand and enlist their help to stop the race. As you approach the official stand, the crowd gasps in unison. For the first time since the race began, you look down the field. Through a cloud of dust, you see a wrecked chariot. Lying in the dirt beside it is Leon. Motionless. Erect. You're too late. (laughs) The end. His time has... 
Come. Come. <laughs> so that's the end of the story. But like, then you go back, tell Marissa her dad's dead. Be like, hey, do you want to come to the future where you'll probably have a better time? And then your journey begins anew. Marissa, I realize this is totally buck wild to say to you, but like, have you ever considered being a human being instead of cattle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, the future doesn't have slaves. Where I'm from. Yeah. Where I'm from. The, right. the area of the future that we're going to does not have slaves. It wasn't the best book. It's also not a true ending. I don't like that we, like, that wouldn't be the end of it. Yeah. You know, we just, we just met that guy. Fuck that guy. We're going to go back in time. We, we rescued a girl who was locked in a tower or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I right. guess, yeah, we, we, we freed her and she can run off. Yeah, but Felix is here, so really, we're just back where Ugh, we started. Fucking Felix. God damn it. Fucking yeah, Felix. fuck Felix. So, this has been Booze Your Own Adventure. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I am Mark. And until next time, choose responsibly. Good enough. He's a well-behaved horse.